minutes remaining. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Daily Happy. Today is Saturday, July 30th, 2022. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. That's right. And you can be there for us. You know how? Follow us on social media. Check out our Instagram at, nope, we don't have one. Oh, that one's at 10K dollar day. But our <laughs> Twitter for this podcast is at this is the DH. And we tweet out our show links. So if you yeah. are looking for the links to the stories, they're there. Meet us there. Meet us there. All right. Lulu, when you grew up, or I don't know, maybe even recently, did you ever play with the Super Soaker? I think I had one, and I think it went along with my slip and slide. Oh, yes, the slip and slide. Oh, I loved the Super Soaker. It was where, if you guys don't know what this is, it looked like a big water, well, it was a big water gun, and it had like a like a pump a on pump. it almost. You had to pump so you it. Pump it, and then that's how the water got to go farther. Well, I just found out a really cool tidbit information. Did you know that the Super Soaker was created by a nuclear engineer while he was working on NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab? Really? Yes. That's amazing. I know. He's a nuclear engineer named Lonnie Johnson. And basically, he was experimenting for NASA, and he started trying out this new, or or I should say, he was trying to produce a new refrigeration system that astronauts could use in space. Okay. So one that would basically use water instead of Freon, because I guess Freon is, you know, dangerous to Okay. So he hooked up a nozzle to his bathroom sink and then accidentally <laughs> shot a stream of water everywhere. <laughs> I know. That's amazing. And so that's what started it, right? So he started with that, you know, first little thing. And then from there, years later, the first prototype was kind of built that really did look a lot like the Super Soaker. And then he ended up selling it to Hasbro, which I guess at the, at the time was called Laramie. Um, Hasbro bought them out in the 90s. And that's how the Super Soaker was created. Do they still make those? <laughs> I think they do. I mean, I know they make pretty intense water guns because I've seen them in the stores. What was the name? Oh, I know what it was. It was a pogo ball. Remember those? Oh, were those different the- than a pogo stick? I think... The pogo ball. Okay, Bay is way in, way in if I'm remembering this right. Because guess what? I'm not looking it up. I think the pogo ball was a rubber ball with like, it looked like a planet with rings. Oh. And you would stand on the rings and you would jump up and down the pogo ball. Did it have a handle? No. Or were you balancing? I don't think so. I think you just jumped and I'm pretty sure I was terrible at it. And I'm pretty sure that we had a birthday party when I was like (laughs) 10 or 9 or like probably 9 or 10. I think that was like the sweet spot of the pogo ball. And um, I'm pretty sure I was never successful. Yeah, it, it almost looks like the the a bigger version of the balls you would play with in gym class. Uh uh what was that game that you would play? The kangaroo you, thing? No, where you would like throw the balls at each other to get each other out. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Isn't that kind of what it looked like? The rubber? Uh, 
yeah, but it but then it had like the foot thing, the orbit. Uh, I mean, the, yeah, the rings around Saturn. And you would one ring would have to be on the ground so you could get onto it. And then, it was like leaning. I I mean, eventually it was going to be straight up and down so that yeah, you could like yeah. jump on it. So then you could jump, but it had to lean and then you put one foot on, then you'd bring the other foot up yeah, and balance. Yeah, I don't think I ever got yeah. to that second step. I think I was always stuck <laughs> on just trying to stand. And I couldn't, and I think I think you had to squeeze maybe your feet together slightly to keep yeah. the ball between the feet. It's funny, the more you talk about it, the more I'm having memories. Like it's coming back. Did you? Do you think you had one? I think I did, or at least I tried it somewhere. I think I had one, and I think it was zebra print. Oh. That's some 90s nostalgia right there, right? Yeah, I have purple and blue in my head right now. Oh, those are clear. Do you know I still have my alarm clock from the 90s? I will never give it up, ever. Really? I think it might be from like 89, 90, 91, around there. It is the Sony pajama oh i will absolutely put a link to that in the twitter feed you better believe and pajama is p apostrophe jammer and it was white with pink and teal and it had little earbuds a little case for earbuds on the side the earbuds have been lost forever but that alarm clock still works does it is it just music it could get FM and AM. Oh. <laughs> it had an alarm <laughs> clock, and that's about it. That's so funny. I definitely don't remember any type of alarm clock that I had. I, I at loved all. it. I brought it to college. That's really cute. I actually. still have it. It still works. I won't ever. That pajama, it's in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing oh well the super soaker there you go by Lonnie Johnson and I guess Johnson is now also working on a generation of rechargeable batteries that he's calling the Johnson thermoelectrical converters oh which basically can convert waste heat which I didn't even know was a thing like what's to electrical energy what is waste can be run in reverse as well as a cooling device I'm guessing it's maybe leftover heat that you don't Thanks, need. Thanks, Allison. Thank you for breaking you know? that down for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Uh, thank you. Thanks for the expertise yeah, on that. That's what I'm guessing. Listen, we should all ask Lonnie. He runs his own lab. He's earned over 100 patents, and he helps mentor young scientists with a special focus on young people of color. I love so, that. I know. I love this story so much, especially seeing. We're going to put this in uh, the Twitter feed and also show notes, all of that as well, because the picture they have on this post is a picture of Lonnie back in, oh gosh, whenever he started working on the nuclear part of it, the NASA's thing. Mm -hmm. It's a black and white photo of him as a young man holding what looks like the first prototype of the super soaker meant to be for NASA. And then a very updated picture of him in color of him holding the super soaker. Oh, that's so it's just adorable. It's so cute. I love (laughs) stories like that. I love it. I love it. Okay. Listen to this. We're going to end with this beautiful, beautiful story. Okay. So there's a village in long Newton that has a lot of issues of people driving over the speed limit. Okay. Okay. 
what they have done to combat this. They planted millions of wildflowers. They're so beautiful that people now slow down to look at them. <gasps> they up. said it is a natural speed trap I that motorists it. are slowing down to look at these wildflower meadows. And now people go by very slowly because it's been this new thing that people want to see. Isn't that amazing? That is brilliant. Yeah. They said this, the, they had flashing, you know, the flashing thing saying 30 miles per hour, slow down. They tried all of that and they were like, it wasn't working. But then evidence now has shown if you introduce things like wildflowers, the drivers will slow down because they want to see the beautiful scenery. And you said that's in Long Newton or something, but where is that? Is that in the States it, or? Well, here it's in a village in Britain. Britain. Uh, in Specifically in Gloucestershire. Oh, there we go. We're definitely going to get emails. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but listen, they need to tell America how to do it right instead of these big old, you know, speed humps everywhere. Now, Allison. What? See, speed humps don't really bother me that much, but I suspect I speed less than you do. Thoughts? Well, probably. But I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Because I'm impatient. I know. And you hate driving. I hate driving. And then I definitely hate driving and then hitting something like that, like a bump. Right. I very rarely kept uh, surprised by a speed bump. Yeah. Because you're always aware of your surroundings. Because I love driving. Yeah. I just so you like, like that. You probably you like to slow down and then I make do. the hump. I'm really terrible, Ten, and I'm also nine, pretty annoying. Eight, Every boyfriend I've ever had seven, hates that I am patient six, in traffic. Five, just makes them mad. Sorry, that's two, just who I am. Get one, happy. 